Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my very organized co-host, Mina Kunlositep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today, if you're listening to this in real time, we are the week before Thanksgiving, and we have been talking to a lot of our masterminders and our students for our course, Multi-Stream Machine, and they have been talking about overwhelm a lot, right? They feel super overwhelmed right now because it is a time for family and friends, people are hosting. But as product bosses, it's also a time... It's like the biggest time of the year right now for all of you with sales and Black Friday and Christmas and all of the things that we have to do. So overwhelm is pretty consistently something that everyone's talking about in our groups. Not just the groups, but us too, right? We are feeling overwhelmed ourselves. Luckily, we saw each other very recently. So we were able to like kind of um, grab that by the horns and and then get back to what do we need to do to feel less of this crazy overwhelm. And then when we came back from being together, we kept hearing it from our masterminders and we knew that they're not the only ones because we are also right there with them. And I feel I think that the, tis the season for overwhelm. So we want to help you guys figure out how to deal with overwhelm right now, um, since I know that a lot of you are feeling it. And then also just how to move forward. We're starting a new year, a new decade. 2020 is the start of a new decade. What are we going to do in the next um, in the next year, right? There's, there's so many amazing potential, potential things for all of us. So stick with us. We are going to talk about how to create a time budget. But first, we want to thank all of you that have left us reviews on the podcast. This helps us so very much grow our reach, grow our business, and we read every single one of them and we really appreciate them. So I want to say thank you to Texas Special. They left us a review and it was so lovely and I wanted to share it with all of you. It starts like this. I have to start with a huge thank you to Jacqueline Amina. I love, love, love your podcast. I am side hustling, building a product e-commerce business, and I'm so grateful for you both making it less intimidating. You have a natural style and really engaging vibe and over and above teaching me so much. You totally brighten my day. I work long hours for my day job. So you are my early morning workout treat. I'm usually jog walking and typing notes as fast as I can talent. I'm just adding that part in. Mm -hmm. It's a massive learning curve for me, which is really challenging, but it's also so exciting, creative and invigorating. And the tools and advice you share is invaluable. I love the breadth of content you cover. I listen to your latest and then go back through your library as I'm ready to work on different areas of my business. Whatever stage I'm in, you have a podcast for. There are a lot of side hustle podcasts out there, but none anywhere near yours for a product-based e-commerce business. Your content is right on. I highly recommend this to anyone interested in starting an e-commerce business. Thank you to you both. Well, thank you, Texas Special. And make sure to connect with us on Instagram if you're on there and let us know who you are. We'd love to connect with you in real life. I love being an early morning treat. I guess I feel like that's definitely not how I would describe myself. I'm kind of a groggy person in the morning, but to be somebody else's morning you know, treat. That's amazing. Podcasts actually wake me up in the morning. So I'll start to brush my teeth and listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Oh, not me. 
gets my brain going. So um, I love them, but thank you. And if any of you have the ability, please make sure to share the podcast, subscribe. Um, If you're listening right now on your podcast app, you can just pause us real quick, go on, leave a review and share it and subscribe to it. And we will keep trying to deliver you you guys the same type of content to help you grow in whatever stage of business you're in. Yeah. Yes. Perfect segue when you think about waking up in the morning, right? A lot of times when we're thinking about our time that we have for ourselves or whatever else, sleep is the first to go as far as like priorities of what we need to do to tackle overwhelm. Absolutely. So we're going to jump into this. It's something that we have been working on um, and think it's kind of useful to help you guys sort of imagine time. So oftentimes when we feel overwhelmed, it's because we don't feel like we have enough time or enough resources, right? So we've got a lot of things happening. A lot of people might need us in a lot of places. Um, there's not enough time for all those things. And if, you know, if you think if there were more of me, I could do it all. Or if I had more money, I could pay people to help me do it. Um, but oftentimes we feel like we don't have enough of either. And that's when overwhelm settles in. Right. Um, and then a lot of times, you know, it feels a lot like a water hose to the face, um, that overwhelm and you feel like, oh gosh, if I had more time and you're just literally reacting to things that are in your schedule and you're, instead of being proactive, this is something that happened with myself and Jacqueline because, you know, it happens a lot if your business is booming and you have growing pains, you grow faster than you're expecting. So you react in a, react in a reactive way versus a proactive way because you've always been doing something a certain way, but it wasn't enough to keep up with a growth, for instance. So instead of putting out fires, you have time to plan, right? You've got Mm -hmm. this time to think about stuff. So first of all, we, you know, we had, we actually are recording this after we had some of our mastermind meetings today with our clients. And one thing that we asked when they, we started the conversation about their overwhelm or all the things they had to do was, what is their goal? So I want you guys to step back and think really fast when you're starting to feel this pressure of something. Well, what is my goal right now? It's not your year goal. It might be just like your goal to survive this week or your goal to get through Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Like what is that goal that you have and what's necessary and what needs to get done? I want to say that again, what actually needs to get done? A lot of times it's not what we think that needs to get done really pare it down and and simplify it because, you know, do you have to, like, let's say you're hosting a Thanksgiving dinner. Do you have to make that pie crust or you can buy a pie crust? You know, do you have to make stuffing or can you, you know, have your sister make the stuffing if you want it to be homemade? So what are things that you have to do that need to get done um, before basically the holiday season, your immediate future? I will step in and say, do not buy the canned cranberry sauce. You could make the cranberry sauce. It (laughs) is really easy. Yes. Uh, Sugar, orange juice, cranberries, you know. (laughs) No, I always am like, God, people are like, why would they buy a can? It's so easy to make. And then here we're telling you like, do you have to? I mean, but it's true. Like, do you have to really legitimately? I'm the only person that eats the cranberry sauce at the table sometimes. So Mm -hmm. um, so it's just- Which I don't hate canned cranberry sauce. I will say that, say that right now. I love cranberry sauce. So if I had to buy it, I could just go to Trader Joe's and get the non-canned made version. Yeah. And then you can, you could zest some orange peel on top of it, make it look fancy. That's what my mom always says. She always adds like a little bit of like sprigs of green and she turns (laughs) something that I bought at the store and make it look like I did it. Um, but we just want you guys to like, ask yourself that, like, does it need 
to get done right now? Does it need to be you? Like really? And so once you, so what we'd like you to do is brain dump. A lot of times to start dealing with overwhelm, it might be a brain dump that you write down all of the things you feel like you need to do, like all of them. And then you can write down this, yes, this needs to get done. And no, this doesn't need to get done right now, right? Like in today, call it, or in the next couple of days. Then I want you to go back in when you go, yes, it needs to get done. No, it doesn't. I want you to challenge yourself again on that. Yes, it needs to get done. Does it really need to get done? Does it have to happen today? Or is it something that you could put into your calendar that you're going to do in a couple of days or after the holidays? Right. I mean, give you. I'll give you some examples because I just did this recently. Um, just ye- as of yesterday, I had so much stuff to do for work. So a lot of times I try to dwindle down what I need to do for my personal a lot of times. And so a couple of things are like call and capital, um, call capital one and cancel. I lost my capital one card recently. Another thing was, um, pick up from target, which is an order that I placed before I had left. And now it's sitting there waiting for me at the two hour pickup. And so what did I do? I put now next to, um, and you can put today next to capital one and then later for, the target thing. And then I went into my phone and looked at the weather because it is cold here in Iowa. And I picked the day that was the warmest, which happens to be Friday, which is the last day I can pick up that target thing. And I picked that day. This will happen on Friday because I don't want when I feel really bad if it made the target person come out in the the one degree weather. And two, um, it just gives me a little bit more time too. What a thoughtful target shopper you are. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so that's where we want you guys to start. You want you to think what needs to get done, brain dump it. Does it have to be now or later? And when is the actual now have to happen? Now we want to jump into this idea of time budgeting. So I'm going to preface it by saying a lot of you may know the system. I think it's Dave Ramsey that does mm-hmm. the envelope money system. So a lot of times it's like you figure out your budget, right? You've got a dollar budget and you think, okay, so I've got, I want to spend $500 a week. And then you budget that out and you put them in envelopes or sorry, a month. I don't know. And then you budget it out. You put it in envelopes and it says groceries, you know, hundred dollars gas, $40. And once that envelope money is spent, there is no more money for that. And you have to wait until that envelope gets refilled, which might be the next month or the next week, however you're doing it. So I want you guys to think about that idea of envelope budgeting. Did I explain it? Okay. Yeah, I wanted to say that the reason why it is effective is because they actually have the cash in the envelopes, right? That it's something tangible that they can look at that's broken down because it's a limited resource instead of it's in the bank, it seems unlimited, you know? Right. Credit cards, swipe, swipe, swipe. <laughs> so exactly. um, even even your ATM card, you can swipe it and you know how much you have in there, but it's really easy to go overdraft or- um, Thumb on the Apple Pay <laughs> print, you know, so easy. Yeah. Um, so we want you guys to think about this for your time. And this is how I want you to think about it. And I'm going to do shout out to Stacey Fisher of the W Collective, and we will put her Instagram in our show notes. She's actually my life coach. Um, and she works a lot with entrepreneurs. And so I think she's like really effective and she is taking clients. If any of you need a life coach, there she is. But I'm going to reference her because she's helped me wrap my head around this and I'm sharing it with our listeners. So she told me that I only have 168 hours a week. That includes, that's all the hours I have, 168 of them. That includes time to sleep, for example. So if you want to, I'm, this confused Mina, so we're not going to lean into the dollar amount, but imagine the 160. Say it. I want to see if they pick it up the same way. Just say what you said that Stacy says. And okay. I want to so say so, it's show how we converted it. So say it's $168 that you have, like 168 hours is $168. 
you get those dollars to spend, right? So for example, if you work 40 hours a week, think of it like $40 or 40 hours. So each hour is allotted somewhere it's budgeted. So we're just going to think of each, you can think of an hour as a dollar, your total is 168. And where are you going to spend that? So same thing with $40 for gas. Is it 40 for your work week? Is it 20 hours for time with family? Like so how many, here's, here's where I was getting um, tripped up. It's because I have an abundance mindset so that I was like, I can always get more money. Whereas in her description of it, it's it's uh, an envelope only has so much money, right? But I was like, oh, but I can put more money in. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, even your hours of sleep, right? So how many hours do you want to get of sleep? So seven hours, eight hours, nine hours, five hours. What is the amount of time that you want? Because sleep is time right. spent out of 168. So this is how we want you guys to think about this. Okay, so we're going to teach you the five different envelopes. Think about these as like big manila envelopes. Okay, these are the mm-hmm. overarching envelopes. Um, these five envelopes that are going to contain where your time is spent. If we're not hitting on one for you, then you can create your own one there, but this is how we're going to break it down for you. So do you want to talk? About um, this? Yeah. I wanted to make sure you said there was 168 hours in a week. Cause I right. think that we didn't mention that. I did. Say but it. so, so 168, that means it's finite, right? It's not like, Oh, I can add in more time. Like how I was thinking I can add in more money. This is 168 hours a week. Even Beyonce has, we all have the same amount of hours. That's all you can get. And where does it get budgeted? All right. So the places, if we think about our big envelopes, these are the envelopes. We've got five of them for you. We have your sleep envelope. We have your self envelope. We have your MVP envelope, which is your most valuable people in your life. We have your work envelope and we have your home envelope. Okay. So that's sleep, self, most valuable people, work, and home. Right. So a good way to do this, if you actually needed a tangible thing is to write down on pieces of paper, one hour, five hours, 10 hours, and literally distribute to these five envelopes. Like imagine how hard that would be to give. I'd probably be like, Oh, I want to hoard all these $10 for work, (laughs) but, but a hundred percent, 110 hours. I mean, but then we're going to think, okay, so let's talk about these big, big manila envelopes. Okay. We're going to visualize this for you guys. So sleep, let's start with sleep. Most Mm -hmm. of us are not napping during the day, unless Mm -hmm. we live somewhere else and we take our siestas. So let's just sleep. might just stay as it's one envelope and sleep might be that you want to get, you know, seven hours of sleep a night or eight hours. I mean, that's super generous. Seven hours. (laughs) I would say, let's say six, you know, because that seems in between six I'm times. I'm going to say seven because <laughs> that's what they tell you you should, you should have. So okay. That's, that's 49 hours a week. You're sleeping. out of 168. Man, that's a lot of my budget. But, but, but if you don't sleep, you don't get it right. So I'm going to subtract mm-hmm. that for us. Okay. 168 minus 49 hours. So that leaves us 119 hours. If we're getting the recommended amount of sleep, which we should be. Okay. Okay. On average, let's uh-huh. say you sleep six hours during the week and eight hours on weekends. Okay. Evens out, right? So you have uh-huh. 119 hours left to work with friends. So now we have 119 hours and now we have those four other categories. You've got self, your most valuable people, your work and your home. Where do you want to start? Let's start with either work or MVPs. Cause I feel like self could be filler. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, our priorities are... <laughs> All right. So since we're the product boss podcast and we're helping you guys with work, let's talk about work. Some of you 
your product businesses are your side hustle. Some of you are required to be somewhere, right? Maybe you are working eight hours a day at a job somewhere and maybe you have Mm -hmm. a commute time, right? That might be if it's eight hours a day that you're working somewhere else, then you have like an hour and a half worth of commute time. I mean, right there, you've just taken up a chunk of your hours and you still, you have to be there. Let's say you're a full-time product boss and you work. We have someone that we work with that she says she only spends 10 to 15 hours a week on her work. We have other people that say they spend 50 to 60 hours a week. I mean, you and I will even work over the weekend. We probably spend a lot, but imagine if we had little slips of paper that said 40 hours and we had to pull from that piece of paper every hour we spent, that thing would be gone in probably like three days. So let's go to, <laughs> let's, so let's stay simple here then. Let's say, let's imagine that we are full-time product bosses and mm-hmm. we work the full-time amount of work, right? That people expect. So 40 hour work week. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's imagine work is 40 hours. So, so we're at 100 and what? 119 minus 40 hours is 79 hours left. That sounds like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Right. Okay. But let's go back to our 40 hours of our work week. Mm-hmm. This is where I was talking about those big manila envelopes. So we've got work. You can put on the outside 40 hours inside of that. Maybe you have those legal, the like letter size envelopes, like the mm-hmm. kind that they, you know, they talk about, and that might be where you're dividing up work. So maybe you're dividing it up that like two hours a week are meetings, like mm-hmm. staff meetings. Maybe you're dividing it up that, you know, five hours a week, maybe one hour a week, or sorry, one hour a day over the week is time for content creation. Right. Um, Go ahead. Um, I think the easiest way to think about this is instead of hours, it's by the day. So the thing that Jacqueline and I do really well that helps both of us is we batch our, or we theme our days. And the reason why theming is important is because batching is so much easier. So for us, for instance, like Wednesday is content creation day and Thursday is client day. So you're taking it and you're breaking it down within those hours instead of like, you know, 10 hours go to clients, but you're just doing it by the day and you're able to lump them all together. So starting 2020, for instance, we were doing live Q and A's, you know, throughout the calendar because they're usually one off, but instead we're going to go back to back to back because we're already in the mode of coaching live questions. We've already right. done our hair, put on our red lipstick, <laughs> and we could be live on video, right? Versus right now on a podcast. Right, three hours in a row instead of, you know, the prep time and the come down time off of one, so, you know, one time a month times three. Yeah. Or for example, me and I both have two businesses. We've got this business and both of us have our own businesses. So some of our days are split. So mm-hmm. some of our days are completely, like Mondays are completely dedicated to or other businesses. Meeting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, in a team meeting. And then Fridays might be a day that like the morning is the product boss and the afternoon is, you know, little labels or designer consulting co-op. So depending on how you guys work and how many people you have to talk to, you know, it might be that only once a week you're thinking about product development. It might be only once a week you're working on content for a certain amount of hours a day. Um, so just think about your week and batch those days. And then you can break down your days into hour blocks, but you could think about your days because here's another thing I want to say. It doesn't have to be that every Friday is content creation or like social media. It could be like the third Friday of every month is content mm-hmm. creation. Right. And batching it that way instead. Yeah. Um, also, when we're thinking about shipping, I know you guys think, should I ship out every day? Right. Because that's like five hours, uh, five days, one hour a day. But really you could just go every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and do like 90 minutes instead. 
And then that gives you time to go to the post office. You're counting that as shipping time and then, um, or UPS. And then, um, that gets batched on certain days too. So that gets broken down. So these are white little A10 envelopes or whatever those are called, number 10 envelopes inside these big manila envelopes when you think about time budget. So for work, think about all the things you need to do as the owner of your business and as the doer of all things, or maybe you're not, maybe you have a team and there's people that do other things for you. That's where you get more hours because instead of you having to run every aspect of your business, you know, you guys might be working on content creation while you have someone shipping product for you. That's, that's when you start to outsource. But right now, whatever your role is in your business, think about that in terms of these white envelopes, your overarching hat or role you have to do and how many hours you're going to dedicate to that. If you save time, right. If you have time there, this is something that we hear. You do not have to fill up that time, right? So mm-hmm. if like you have extra time there and like you realize you've got it done faster, well, maybe you reallocate that the next week you look at your budget. You're like, well, I actually don't need as much time for this. I have more space in my calendar. Right. Imagine you having a little slip of paper that says one hour and you get to keep it because you delegated it out to somebody, mm-hmm. right? That would be pretty fantastic. And, and then you, you don't even do have that? to use it. Yeah. Um, keep it in my envelope and use it for myself. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, what do you want to do that extra hour? Like maybe you just sit down and drink coffee and look out of the window. Like Uh imagine like listening to music. That sounds like madness. (laughs) Just kidding. Watch the snowfall. It actually sounds amazing. Right. But those are the things, right? Those are the things that we always feel like we have to fill it up or do something. But if you've, if you've blocked out all of the stuff that you have to do in these time slots, then you know there's nothing else you have to do because that time is blocked out for the next week and you'll get to it there. And so maybe you take a minute and you sit there quietly. Right. So how many hours are we at now? 79, you said? Um, Yeah, let me pull up my calendar again. 79 hours left. All right. Okay. This is a 40-hour week work week. We've given ourselves seven hours of sleep. We're Mm -hmm. giving ourselves 40 hours to work on our business. So now we have our most valuable people. Right. We have... So thinking about that, we're thinking about their schedule, right? So, so we have about a waking morning up with them mm-hmm. and then having dinner with them. So after school mm-hmm. and then putting them to bed and it just depends on, you know, how much, how much time or what time it is when they go to bed. So, so work. So there's five days that the kids are probably in school, right? So what do we think? We mm-hmm. wake up like maybe it's an hour and a half to two hours in the morning. Yeah, I would say an hour. Well, I guess I spend a lot of time with Layla. (laughs) Well, I spend like half an hour with Suri. So, um, because she goes to school. So it just depends on what age they are. Yeah. Let's say people wake up at 6.30 in the morning and they get their kids to school at 8 o'clock in the morning, right? Okay. For two hours. So we'll do two hours every morning for five Uh days a week. So that's minus 10 hours for the mornings. And then let's say you pick your kids up at 4. I mean, are they an after-school program? I have so many questions. <laughs> that's, so that's that's for you to decide, right? Like Mina and I have, like, I have my kids in after-school program. I pick them up at five. So mm-hmm. I technically go from five o'clock to them getting in bed about like eight by 8.30. So three and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I would say that's about right. Okay. So 3.5 times five. So that's 17 and a half. Man, these kids are adding up time. Plus the weekend. Why do you what think we feel so overwhelmed? <laughs> So, <laughs> so the weekend 5. doesn't count doesn't count their sleeping time. So if they wake up at let's say they probably wake up at eight, they go to sleep at eight. That's twelve hours. So another twenty four hours put together of being with our kids for twelve hours on weekends. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, so just from the weekdays time, guys, and from what we did, that leaves us fifty one and a half hours left. 
And let's say you spend the full 12 hours with your kids and you're not getting any work in that weekend, which me and I tend to take care of our kids a lot on the weekends, Mm -hmm. minus another 24, which is a lot that leaves us 27.5 hours left. Now I want to just throw spouses in or significant others Mm -hmm. or MVPs. So Mm -hmm. you may have friends still. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What are those again? (laughs) I spent a lot of my MVP time friends with business people. So that could go in my work envelope in the little white ones, or it could go into my MVPs because I do spend a lot of time with my sisters. You know, this is like sisters, cousins, spouse, friends, whatever, you know, whoever your MVPs are. So adding that up, let's see here. So, well, I just want to say, okay, so a couple things here. So you may, you may decide that you go out with friends once every two weeks and that's two hours. So it might not be every week that you're spending a couple hours with friends. It might be that on weekends you have play dates. And so maybe the play date is a friend and it's overlapping in those hours. So maybe some of that 12 hours of your kids is like, right. You're taking from your kids time because your spouse would be a lot of overlap with your kids too. Right. Yeah. So it's not like you're taking from the the overall bucket. So you just kind of like re-divvy it out. And some of these people are crossed over. So let's call spouses. You may have date night every Friday and maybe that's Mm -hmm. four hours of date night. Well, you need to build that in. Maybe you, I know my husband and I on his off days, we try and get breakfast together. So maybe once a week, I've allocated two hours on a Monday to get breakfast with James. And then maybe the other days I try to have at least 15 minutes or 30 minutes with him for coffee. That's like, but if the breakfast was on, let's say a regular weekend on a Saturday, and that was time you had allotted for your kids, then, but you just need to make sure, oh, the kids are taken care of. Let's say it's date breakfast. Then that wouldn't actually be coming out of your budget. It's coming well, out of your kid time. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. that's mm-hmm. when you decide where you're going to pull it out. Right. So yeah. you might say that like you have 12 hours. So weekend you right. might decide that you're actually going to get a sitter to be with your kids and uh-huh. that, that time. So that's outsourcing help, right? That's duplicating you. Somebody's uh-huh. with your kids and you and your husband get to go out and have time together, but you do need to block that time in for your husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever is important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, they go into these MVP hours. So it depends on what you want to have standing in your week or right. month to spend with these people. Right. Because 12 hours a day, like even if you decide to have dinner with your friends, right? You still need childcare. Usually if you have child, children, child, child. <laughs> those All childs. Right. So, so that, so we haven't like allotted any time for a spouse there. We said 12 hours with our kids. So we can take, let's take out another, let's see, 27 hour, 27 and a half because hours. Because remember this, uh, the MVPs is the, the manila envelope. Whereas the white envelopes inside it are your spouse, your friends, your sisters. Brothers, yeah. parents that you have to take care yeah, of. Yeah, parents. Oh, that's another one. I totally forgot about them. <laughs> but, and it could be that like, maybe you say one hour a week to parents, but maybe it's actually instead, it's like four hours on one of the weeks. You know, right. you take those one hours and you save them up. Um, but just think about who you need to spend time with and who you want to spend time with. And it's okay to not spend time with everybody. So if, right. I mean, honestly, like I live far away from my family and friends. And sometimes it's helpful to me in the way that, I don't feel like I have to see everybody all the time because mm-hmm. I don't, the time blocking is, is hard for me there. So I know that when I go back to LA, I see my friends and family and that's really built into that trip that I'm going on. But then I don't, I don't have as many friends on purpose in New Jersey that are just my friends. Like I'll do fan, like friends, right. my kids, parents. That's where there's this ebb and flow, right? Because during different weeks, there's different things. So whereas over here in New Jersey, you would be, um, you're, your envelope that says friends on it would probably be empty 
the white envelope inside inside the manila. But ebb and flow, you know, when you're at home in LA, you, that would probably be like two hours, let's say. You would be putting something into that friend's white envelope inside the MVP's manila envelope. Yeah. And another thing is like PTA, right? I'm mm-hmm. a PTA parent or, you know, so it might be like once a month, I know I need to do PTA stuff. Um, another thing for you guys to think about is like in this, your MVPs can be within work and it can be within personal, right? Mm -hmm. So it could be that once a month, I want to go to the city and take a big meeting with somebody that's like a work relationship that I want to cultivate. Well, that has to get built into these envelopes as well, because if I'm saying yes to that, I'm saying no Mm -hmm. to something else. I might be saying no to more sleep. I might be saying no to getting my nails done that week. I might be saying no to being available to record content with Mina. Right. Which would be devastating for all of us. That's where the ripple effect comes in. Everybody (laughs) suffers. Jacqueline, (laughs) why did you leave your house? (laughs) No joke, my friends. Okay. So let's just say, um, so let's just, we're just going to, that's a lot of time we've given to MVPs because we're Mm -hmm. spending 24 hours. Well, we only have two more envelopes left and that's home and self. So let's just start with home really quick. This is groceries, vacuuming, cleaning. What's another home thing? Gardening. Uh, making your bed, taking, yeah, like anything that has to do with care. It could be paying bills. It could mm. be dealing with like con- like contractors, gardeners, decorating. Yeah, anything you need to do with your home. Um, for me, I'll tell you the biggest things for me that you know stress me out and stop me from sleeping more are that I'm alone with my kids a lot at night because my husband's a Broadway actor, so he works nights, and um, I get I make. So here's an here's a home thing: making dinner. Stacy, they're back mm-hmm. to Stacy at the W Collective. I told her one of my things, like, oh, I feel like I don't make dinner for my kids enough. She's like, well, what kind of dinner? I'm like, you know, like the dinners my mom made. She's like, well, if you wanted to do that, if that was really important to you, you have to grocery shop for those dinners. You have to prep for those. You have to cook the dinner. And then that cleanup time on that fancy dinner you want to make is a lot of time. So if I decide that that's what I want to do, I have to allocate all those hours to that entire process. And if I'm cleaning up, let's say all the pans and all the baking things and mm, all the washing things, dishes, right? That's definitely within home, all the dishes and everything Then I'm saying then if I'm by myself with my kids at night, that then I'm putting them in front of the TV, for example, or having them do something else while I'm cleaning up. And is that where I want to spend my hours or would I rather sometimes order? Like, I think once a week I take them to the diner once a week, I order a pizza I cook the other nights, but they're not super fancy nights, but that's because then I'm opting to spend that time instead with them versus the whole cleanup. Right. I mean, your hours go somewhere. Home is especially stressful, I think, because if if there's overwhelm um, in that home category, in that manila envelope, then it, um, it's especially stressful. Um, because it creeps into those other areas where I want it to not creep into, right? If the laundry piles up of the dishes, it's that immediate side of things. Um, if I, you know, there's a little bit of guilt around it, things like that, that you're just like, I see the pile of dishes that I feel like I need to do. And I don't have the time within my white envelope to allot to dishes. Yeah. You know. And that's what I do. I get my kids to sleep and then I usually do the dishes at night and I clean out their lunch boxes. And that's a lot of time. I told Mina, I also spend some self-care time there because I watch Netflix on my phone <laughs> while I do the dishes. Special treat. <laughs> while you wash dishes, you get some Netflix. It helps me get through it. But that's just something for you guys to think about. So I think sometimes wor- uh, home is one of the easier places to wrap your head around outsourcing. And I know we talk about this a lot, but it could be that you do get someone to come um, clean your house 
you know, mm-hmm. it could be every two weeks, it could be once a month, it could be like the major dusting that takes up a lot of time. Um, or you're getting your kids to do chores and that's taking time. It could be your laundry. Like I've talked about recently, like I, James found this fluff and fold service cause that's his job, but he also doesn't have a ton of white space. And so there we're doing fluff and fold for our clothes. It's not that expensive. And all we have to do is put our clothes away. Um, it could be ordering your groceries on Instacart, you know, mm-hmm. or like Mina said, like she orders target and instead of getting sucked into target, which mm-hmm. by the way, when you order, on Instacart or Target, you get to see your total before you like check out. And I feel like there's something so powerful there because I know the groceries, like you never know, unless you're really on a budget, like what that end price is going to be. But when you get to total it all up before you hit enter, like, Oh, $168. Like, Oh, I don't need those chocolate covered cherries. Like, (laughs) but do you need them? That's the question. Do you need them? (laughs) Do I want them? So, so those there's ways to actually save money sometimes when you're paying for some of these services because you're being more efficient with it. Right. You're conscious of the amount of your spending too, you know? So, um, so think about that. Those are sometimes home is some of the easiest places to outsource. We like for us mowing the lawn and scooping the snow, you know how much time and money you would have to pay me to scoop my own snow like that just, and then on top of it, it'd be exhausted, even though it'd be exercise, right? This is where we're getting to self now. (laughs) All right. So let's say, so let's just estimate how much time do we think a week we have, um, we have to clean up our houses like two hours a day. Yeah. Two hours a day. Because when you think about cooking, I mean, that's being pretty, I mean, that's if we don't cook. And so clean. should we say three hours a day? Uh, let's say two, because I'm really bad at it. Three times seven <laughs> is 21 hours. You know what? I'm going to say three hours. Let's say okay. like three hours. Cause some days you might be ordering in some days you might not be eating at home. So it's 21 hours that would mm-hmm. be going to home. That includes making your bed. Oh my gosh. How much time do we have left? Not a lot. So <laughs> 21, we had 27 and a half. So we have a grand total of what is that? Six and a half hours left. Mm-hmm. 27.5 minus 21.5. This is also how I help our clients with costing. <laughs> yeah. Jacqueline and her, and her calculator. You need more of a profit margin. Okay. Right so we have, exactly. We have six hours left. And the final category of them all, my friends, is self. Yeah. You like how we left self at the end? Because we know that that's probably <laughs> a lot of you have done the same thing. So six hours, that's less than an hour per day that you delegate specifically for yourself. So that could be a special morning routine. It could be exercising during your lunch break. It could be showering. a first walk. Showering. Oh my God. Getting dressed. Oh, the red lipstick I have to put on for, <laughs> for Rock Your Holiday promotions. No, that's work. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's not a lot of time for self. This is a massage. This is meditation time. This is perhaps reading, enjoying a cup of coffee. Um what else would be self? But I'm, but I'm not kidding. Like this is also just getting dressed time. Unless you're building yeah. in like the getting dressed. Oh, and if showering. we're doing getting dressed time, I mean, if I shower, if I, if it's a day that I shower and dry my hair and curl it and put on some makeup to look halfway decent because it it's does gone. make me feel better. Six hours are gone. Oh my god, that's gone. Like, well, let's go step back. We we allotted two hours in the morning with our kids, so probably most of us at this point, unless you've got a newborn, are getting ready in that time as well. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's say so. Let's say like our getting ready time is when we're with our kids. Mm-hmm. Less, like, Brushing our teeth with yeah. them, but not face mask time. Not yeah. Binge while you're, you know, doing your nails and your bed, whatever it is. Yeah. Like basically survival versus thriving, <laughs> you know, survive versus thrive self-care. So what are you going to do with that? So I get my nails done. Mina gets her lashes done. Mm-hmm. Um, I so- also love massages. 
But then there's drive time. You do therapy, life coaching. That's part of self. I do. And that's once every two weeks for an hour. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, our six hours left, I mean, over four weeks, it's 24 hours. Okay. That feels a little bit better, but Mm -hmm. that's where you just decide. So when you're scrolling Instagram, Instagram could be built in you guys to your self time and Instagram could be built into your work time, depending on what you're doing there. But Instagram also lets you track your time. So as you're scrolling Instagram, I want you to think like if there's only six hours left this week for me, where is scrolling Instagram taking out of um, my hours? Right. Is this a work thing that I need to be doing? Because then it needs to get built into your work hours. If you color your hair and it takes three hours eat once a month and you have 24 hours, that leaves you with 21 left, right? Yeah. So don't freak out, but this is just something I think if you're like, oh, six hours is not enough for me, then you need to go back and you need to think, well, where can I Right. This exercise is not to overwhelm you anymore. It is to empower you. It is to get you from the reaction mode to the proaction. Is that proaction? Is that a word? Reactive versus proactive, right? Get control over your calendar and think, okay, just like how we walked you through the work part, how can you be batching your days, theme your days? Could there be a self-care day like the 15th of the month where you're getting a massage, you're getting your hair done, you're getting um, a therapy session in? What could you do that would be like, oh my gosh, this, this can hold me over for a month? If that one day is not worth it though, um, if it's not enough, then you're going to have to do it twice a month, right? Or if you have self-time built into Friday mornings, right? Mm-hmm. Then you say, well, self-time is Friday mornings. And that self-time could be going to the doctors. That self-time could be getting your eyelashes done. Mm-hmm. And then when you're booking out your appointments, you're booking at your appointments and saying, Friday mornings, what time do you have on Friday mornings for me to do my I, my lashes, instead of being like, they tell you like, oh, well, the next appointment's on Tuesday. And you're like, oh crap, that's when my team meetings are. I can't do right. Tuesday morning. And you feel like you have to move all the things. So I really, really think that once Jacqueline and I, if I can convince her that we should get our hair done every Thursday, this would fall into work and self, that we should get a blowout every Thursday morning because that's our client facing day. Also Wednesday, because it's our, our content creation. Sometimes we're making videos. So that's another time that you have to be thinking about. Like Shelly Warren of Biz Chicks, she was on the podcast a week ago. She has two standing hair appointments per week. Per month. Per month. No, week? no, per week. Per week. Per week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if we did do hair in the mornings on a Thursday, so this is how me and I talk to flush out our weeks. <laughs> We have to get our kids to school earlier. So maybe they're uh, going to work here. Maybe our yeah. husbands are taking them and we are nowhere involved in that morning routine so that we can get ourselves to the blowout bar to get our hair done and then back in our offices in front of our cameras by the time we have to start filming, right? Because we don't have all this time. So that's when you have to start to outsource. So I want to wrap this up in the way that if you could time budget, like cash budgeting and think about it, it helps you actually see your time in real uh, like you said, like it's, it's not ever ending. It's, it's, this is all we have to work with. Right. How do it's you a get, limited budget. Yeah. How do you get more of that? Well, you'll have to outsource it, which you have to pay usually to outsource it. Right. Or, or you're asking your husband and that's taking time away. Right. But you're giving more time to yourself. <laughs> you know what I just thought of you and I didn't even mention exercise in that self time, that six hours. Never did we even say, Oh, if we're exercising, we used is- to <laughs> before we got Real we busy. Probably, yeah, that should be something mental and emotional, <laughs> you know, falls under the self. So um, be thinking about that. Like if you are exercising, you know, and you sign up for a boot camp, like where's the hour going to be coming from? Is it perhaps work or MBPs or. And I have sleep, that in my sleep, calendar. Maybe. 
That's what a lot of people do is they wake up earlier to exercise. Could you imagine? No. In my <laughs> calendar, it says I have three days a week because that's what I wanted to do. And I worked on this with Stacy. It was three days a week. I want to walk the lake and I have it lot like slotted in there. It also has my drive time slotted in. So it only takes me about 45 minutes to walk the lake, but you know, a few minutes here and there to drive to and from that's when I listen to my podcast. That's when you might get a bunch of boxers back from me. Um, that's mm-hmm. when like, you know, I, my brain starts to work and I start to do things and that's like my overlap time. But, um, so think about your time budget, think about where you're going to spend it. Sometimes one envelope might need more than others. So you want to reassess your budget often the same way that they say reassess your cash budget during the holidays. People spend more, right? They might've been saving, they need to spend more on gifts and maybe they're cutting back on eating out or going to coffee or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So think about that and reassess your time budget. And when you're thinking about when you feel overwhelmed, a lot of times that feeling is because you need more time or more resources, like more help. And so how do you think they could like approach that? This very special thing that we say every single time, better done than perfect. So when you think that you're getting overwhelmed and you want to keep that thing on that you want so badly that needs to be done, take it down to C-level work, better done than perfect, right? This is something that I have a really hard time with work that I want to be churning out all these different things. In the end, does it really matter? It's like saying that pie crust must be made from scratch or it's not a valuable pie. You know, it's not the best pie it could be. Just buy the pumpkin pie and put some whipped cream on top of it. And people are still going to think it's delicious. Right. Because the expert did it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Someone else is better at baking and that 14 bucks or however much you spend on it, like is worth it versus you stressing it out. So I know that this is like, I don't want you guys to feel overwhelmed because I do feel like it might feel a little bit like heavy, like, oh crap, I only have six hours because calculating <laughs> this, I feel like that. Yeah. Um, no, it's supposed to empower you. Just imagine what you could do now knowing that you just set, you know, a budget for yourself. So making those decisions now, if I limit it in that and I go, okay, I've got six hours this week. What do I want to do with those six hours personally? And then, you know, how much sleep do I want to get? Or work is 40 hours, or maybe I could pull back on work some of the weeks, you know, maybe some works you weeks, you lean in some weeks, you lean out right now. You're all in your busy, busy times. So we're here to support you. Um, know that you're not alone in that. And it might be that you're sleeping less. It might be that you're not with your kids or family or MVPs as much. It might be that you're not doing a lot of self-care, but know that this is also a very short amount of time. And then you Mm -hmm. will, this time will be done your busy, busy season will be done. And then you'll be able to come out of that. And that might be where you, you space things out a bit more. This is not forever. It's never forever. Right. 168 hours in a week. Just remember that the thing that I really, really, really love about the masterminds and them getting to see and be with each other during these, you know, ebb and flow times, like the slow season and the busy season is because they get to see how other people are using their hours. And it kind of alleviates that guilt sometimes like, Oh, she's making it work with these same number of hours I have, 168 hours, and she's okay with saying no to work on Saturdays. You know, gives you a freedom. Think about how you want to spend it. Budget it out. Even if you have to write it down on pieces of paper, that seems like I would be like, no, I want all my pieces of paper. Um, I like that because I think when it's tangible, it's helpful. Um, We want you guys to use the hashtag 
hashtag 168 for 168. And when you're doing things, you can always hashtag and tag us on Instagram um, to share with us where you're spending your hours. So it might be a We should do a hashtag 168 hours. 168 hours. Mm. the last thing I said. Hashtag, <laughs> we're at the product boss. Um, and let's see where you guys are spending your time. You know, it might be when you're posting, it might be a picture of you and your kids at the park and do that. It might be you at the nail salon and do that, you know, and it'll just start having you even in your head, think about that. This is a budgeted amount of time and this is where I'm choosing to spend it. And remember you can see no to things. So you can see no to, um, grabbing coffee with your friend next week. You could say no to taking your kids to school because you need to get your hair done. Um, you could say no to working because you were hosting Thanksgiving. And then how can you get help there? Like how can you outsource that resource it or know that maybe you've spent more time prepping for it. And then it gives you that time next week to not have to do it all. So we're really excited to hear your uh, responses to this. Share it with us on Instagram. You can always hop into the DM and chat with us there. Comment on our posts, hashtag and tag us. um, And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. Yeah. Thanks everybody. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community, or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, product bosses, let's make it happen.